0: tuned. Hey, listen. <laughs> the Eagles. I hate the Eagles. Don't get me wrong here. First quarter, keep it even. Second quarter, start running the fucking ball. Third quarter, take a power nap. Fourth quarter, oh shit, there's the rest of the game. Let's go. Fuck it. I'm a diabetic. I, I will root for the team that will literally give me diabetes and death. <laughs> rooting for a team from Hershey is like a Catholic rooting for St. It doesn't make any sense. This is Stay Tuned Sports, and it starts in 3, 2,
1: and hello there, all you stay tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here, back with our our good buddy King. How you doing, bud?
0: Let's go Devils! Let's what? go Devils!
1: Boy, they win the, the it's Stanley the playoffs, Cup, baby! Woo. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I, I gave up on the Flyers like fucking <clears throat> three months ago.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, listen, you you can only do what you can do with what you got, you know. And, uh, I mean, uh,
1: on the flip side of it, it sounds like, uh, some people are wising up a little bit here. You got, uh, uh, the, the one front office guy quote, retiring at, you know, with the season ending.
0: You got that. You got rid of Chuck Fletcher. So that was a step, you know. Uh, I know some people still don't like the fact that the uh, Danny Briere is there, but that's you know, that's gonna be what it is for now, you know, baby steps, as it were. Yeah, uh, I, I know there's a lot of Flyer fans who see it as like nothing's gonna change until Comcast gets out of the picture. Yeah, but the problem is, and I've said this a lot of times to you before, uh, just in conversations that we've had. uh, the Comcast and the Flyers is in much the same situation that the Maple Leafs were in for a lot of years, which was it didn't matter how bad they were, uh, they made money. People showed up to the games, people bought the merchandise, people were going to be fans, no matter what the product was on the guys You know, like yeah. the you know the the Maple Leafs sell out the arena every game, even when they were fucking awful, they sold out. It's like same thing with the Rangers, you know. Now the Rangers have had a little bit more success over the last couple of years. You know, they made it to a couple Stanley Cup Finals, and you know, they did have a lull there in the late teens. Uh, and now they're 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 uh, back. They did well last year. They just clinched the playoffs again this year. But same thing. Even when the Rangers are bad, they they always sell out because it's a corporate kind of situation. A big city like that. It's always a corporate ticket people go oh let's go to the game and you schmooze and you do stuff like that that's why you ever see a ranger game or a maple leafs game or a flyers game in this case whatever yeah see a lot of suits see a lot of ties see a lot of suits yeah, uh but
1: you know we just uh the other day um we, we saw uh officially a bid was put on put in on the commanders for six billion i think it was or whatever snyder was looking looking
0: for yeah magic uh, magic johnson's uh a team there yeah Yeah.
1: do you don't you think though like i mean six now i don't know how much the flyers are estimated to be worth but if they walked in and said here's six billion dollars you don't think they would sell for that much money
0: if someone came in there six billion for the flyers yes but that's because right now i believe their valuation is at like seven between like seven hundred and fifty million okay and maybe just a hair under a billion yeah uh, you know, a lot. I think only there, there's a there's a handful of hockey teams that are at the billion dollar mark. Oh, okay. The Rangers, uh, the Maple Leafs. Uh, I believe the the Canadians maybe. Um, even with the Canadian dollar being what it is, yeah. Uh, uh, and I think the Blackhawks as well are up in that uh, kind of echelon, even with them being as bad as they are. Again, your big market, your big name. You've had recent success. Uh, you know, that that puts you up to the top of the list. Uh, and then after that, I believe everybody else is not quite yet at a billion when it comes to the NHL. Well, it's the same thing with the NBA, too. There's four or five teams that are like the Lakers, the Knicks, the Celtics. Yeah. They're all worth over a billion dollars.
1: Yeah, no. But when I'm...
0: you start talking about four, five, six billion dollars, that's strictly NFL territory.
1: Yeah, no, I, I was just thinking, like, when I saw that, I mean, I, I knew – the, the flyers weren't worth $6 billion, But, you know, like you're saying, they're about maybe seven, eight 800000000 If someone walked in and said, well, I'll give you a million, I mean, Comcast has to think about it at least.
0: You mean a billion?
1: Or a billion, yeah. I mean, I, how, how I, they play, I, they're only worth a million, but, you know.
0: I think if someone put up a $2 billion bid, like if someone like really kind of overdid it yeah. and said, hey, I will give you $2 billion if you give me the flyers right now, I think Comcast would think about it, but then again, you got to think of them from. a I mean, they're a corporate entity. They're, you got to look at it from a corporate standpoint. Is the, what what is the two billion dollars now worth compared to a couple years of revenue? Yeah, because you can hit that theoretically with a couple of seasons of play. Not only that, they own the arena. They own, you know, they own the Flyers and they own the arena. Now, they don't okay. own the 76ers, which is why the 76ers are looking to try to build their own. I know they're still talking about it, they're trying to build their own arena downtown in Philly. Yeah. Because uh, they're like, well, we, we kind of want to get out of this situation. But, you know, uh, when it comes to Comcast, like they own the Flyers, they own the arena. So they get all the money from... Uh, parking they get them all the money from the concessions they get you know obviously they don't pay anything for rent because the flyers run that but plus they get everything from every concert that's there any circus or yeah, uh anything true. else that happens down there conventions all that kind of shit plus they have the xfinity live thing yeah where they make i mean they they have set it up down there where they make money hand over fist so again you're not just buying the flyers At that point, you're probably going to have to end up buying the flyers, buying the arena, buying the Xfinity Live, buying all that stuff. And then when you take all of that into account, then you're probably talking about maybe your four or five, six billion dollars. Yeah. Because that down there, just that area where you have the Wells Fargo Center and Xfinity Live and all that shit there, that thing is just a license to print fucking money. Oh, yeah. So that's really kind of what you're looking at. So we'll see. I don't know. I I, I don't think that's going to be the case right now. I just had a little bit uh, of hope. <laughs> uh, the, 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 if the Flyers just had, if they were somehow, some way, able to get somebody in there that had some competent hockey knowledge and hockey skills uh, when it comes to being a general manager, uh, get somebody in there that knows how to work the cap, somebody knows how to sign people, evaluate talent, get good scouts, stuff like that. But that's the thing; is like it has to. You have to build it from the ground up. There's going to be no quick fix right now with the Flyers. Yeah, they've they've kind of. It, it took them ten years to drive themselves to this point in the dirt. Yeah, uh, it's going to take time to build themselves out of it. But if they start now, they can do it. Yeah, but it's all depending on now of uh, if they do it, if they do enough, and if they commit enough to it. And I don't then, know Danny Briere is the answer to it.
1: yeah, and that, that's the other thing too. I you know he's only the interim GM. You know, like they didn't give him the, the full title I yet. So I
0: fear, though, with the way the Flyers going, the way it's talking that they're that's merely a formality. Oh, okay. And that by the end of the night, like this year, you're going to see like well, the interim's off Danny Briere's name, and he's a new general manager. By the way, never been a general manager before, first time general manager, former player, but like I don't know. Let's see. Bob Clark, shit, general manager. Ron Hextall, <laughs> yeah. shit, general manager. I mean, look what he's done to the fucking Penguins. Uh, you know, like they—they—they uh, they went with uh, uh, what's his name, Fletcher. Uh, he was a fucking disaster, and now they're going to go with Briere again, a first-time player, uh, a first-time GM, former player. Like, yeah, you know, could he be great? Sure, but if I'm a Flyers fan, I'm sitting there thinking. What the fuck are we doing? Like <laughs> yeah. get, get somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing. Let's get a coach who knows and I like John Tortorella, but I don't know if he's the guy that's gonna help bring it up. Is he good for a culture change? Sure. But I, I think you need like again, there needs to be massive overhaul of the entire Flyers organization. And I don't think Comcast is willing to put that kind of uh effort. Basically into it, I really don't think they are.
1: Yeah, yeah, they, they strike me as a just let let this uh, let the business make its own money. With the, you know, we're not going to touch it. We're just like a silent owner, not like again
0: a, because they well again because it's not really a person; it's a company. Yeah, it's a corporation, and so they look at it from. You know, uh, a spreadsheet and and a numbers perspective. Yeah, and they see that they're still in the black, that they're still making money. They're making money hand over fist. They are not want to say there's no incentive for them to say, hey, let's change this. Let's 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 get a winner in here. Let's do all this stuff. It's like, well, we're putting forward minimum expenses and getting back a maximum amount of profit. Fuck it. Why would I fuck with that? Yeah, you know. Uh, instead of having it be when you have a personal owner there um, that has something that's like, listen, I want to fucking win, you know, like George Steinbrenner with the Yankees or, you know, uh, Jerry Jones with the Cowboys. Say what you want about him. The guy doesn't just sit there and look to make a profit, even though in the NFL it's hard not to make a profit. Those yeah. Guys over fist. But, you know, they, he's always looking to build a winner. He wants to win. People want to win. They have that drive, the competitive edge. When you're dealing with a corporate entity, there's no singular person. You know, corporate entity can't have that. Oh, I wasn't willing to drive. And we're going to do stuff. It's the, the, for them. The, the drive to win is did we make a profit? That's yeah. a win. Yeah. Doesn't matter. what about the fucking banners that hang in the arena. It's about the fucking money that goes into their coffers. So that's an issue. That's a worry when it comes to the flyers. Yeah. You know. So um,
1: with you, you know, you said the Devils made the playoffs. Um when does the playoffs start?
0: Uh April, middle of April here. Oh, so, so we still got a couple of up, weeks. Yeah, the end of the season the end of the season is just about here. We're I oh, think we okay. got uh we're 10 games left, 12 games left somewhere around there in general around the league. So uh we're 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 right here at the home stretch. Uh the teams are starting to clinch now. Uh the Devils clinched Rangers have clinched. Boston was the first team to clinch, but they're on a fucking historic tear. Yeah. Uh, right now, if, the, if Boston doesn't win the cup, I don't know. that. I mean, that's going to be a massive shock because they are just fucking, on, again, they're on a historic run.
1: Now, is there so. buys in the first round?
0: No. No, no, no. Okay,
1: so whatever momentum they have going, they could, they could literally keep it going the first round.
0: They can, which is what worries about the Devils, because we're kind of hitting a bit of a dip right now. This is the, bad, <laughs> this is the worst time they hit a fucking dip. So you know, we've had a really great season. This is the fastest the Devils ever reached 100 points in their franchise history. Played very well. If it wasn't for Boston on the fucking tear they're on, we would be like in the top two of the of at least the East. Yeah, uh, you know, the Devils are played very well this year, but in the last ten games, we've been really fucking off <laughs> and. I'm not, again, I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried. we got another test coming up of playing the Rangers uh, for one last time in a regular season because if things stay the way they are, uh, it's looking like it's going to be the Devils and Rangers in the first round. Okay. I don't like, again, I I don't like the playoff setup as it is now. Like 30 years ago when it was in the 80s, I I didn't mind it. 30 years ago is actually the 90s now. Holy shit. (laughs) So 35 years ago, like in the 80s, it made sense, and I got it. But I wish they would go back to the one through eight setup instead of having it be a divisional setup. Oh, okay. And, and they also have like a wild card. So it's like you have the top three teams in each division make it, and then the next two teams, regardless of division in the conference, they'll get it, and then it, it, I don't know. It's really kind of like it would be a lot simpler if you just did one through eight, Top three spots go to the division winners, which is what it used to be. And then the rest are done by records from, you know, uh four, five, six, seven, eight.
1: Yeah.
0: And then you get one versus eight, two versus seven, three, three versus six, four versus five. And then you can kind of just the playoffs run down like that. You reseed after every round. And that's what happened in twenty twelve when the doubles uh made it to the standard cup finals. We played the Rangers in the Eastern Conference Championship, which is how I want it to be. Yeah. Like, if the Devils and Rangers play, I want it to be there in the conference finals for it all, you know? Yeah. Um, And like the way it's set up now, it's like the Devils and Rangers would play either in the first round or in the second round, but they can't ever play in the conference finals. And it's like, that fucking sucks. You know, it's almost kind of anticlimactic. I want that, that big rivalry there. Yeah.
1: You you want to be the ones to knock them out of the playoffs.
0: For the, well, I mean, I don't, I don't mind mock about of throws in the first round. Don't get me wrong, but I want it to be for like for the for all the marbles, as they say, you know. Yeah, for so, it to be there for the conference title.
1: So, other than Boston, because like I really, I mean, the Flyers have me so pissed off all year that I really haven't watched.
0: You haven't paid attention. right? Pay
1: attention. Other than Boston, what are another? What is another team that might be um, that has some uh, good momentum
0: going? Carolina. Uh, Carolina is doing very well right now. They're leading the Metropolitan Division, which is the division that the Devils, Flyers, Rangers, everybody's in. Yeah. Uh they're they're the Devils and, and Hurricanes are kind of battling back and forth. They keep on flipping spots of who's first and who's second in a division. Now again, the Devils have kind of slid a little bit, but so has Carolina a little bit. So uh that's kind of a thing. So if the Devils can catch their skates under them coming on here in this last stretch we could end up winning the division which would be nice I would like that Um, but uh, so you have the Devils the Rangers are playing very well especially now late it seems like all the pieces they picked up during the trend deadline are finally starting to gel a bit for them so they're playing well Um, the Islanders are a sneaky team they're looking real kind of uh, a sneaky good, and they're starting to play well right here at the right time. Uh, they just beat the Devils again uh, uh, a couple of days ago. Okay. So uh, the Islanders are playing well. If you look at the Western Conference, I haven't paid a whole lot of attention out there, but Vegas seems to be really good. Uh, it looks like Seattle's going to make the playoffs for the first time in their franchise history here in year two. Wow. So well, that'll did, be
1: interesting. They almost made it last year, didn't they?
0: Oh, Seattle, no. Seattle sucked ass last.
1: Oh, so uh, maybe I'm thinking Vegas of one Vegas' first You're thinking game.
0: Vegas back in 2018 or whatever yeah. it was. When they, yeah, they went right to the Stanley Cup final. They made <laughs> their first year in the league, and they made it to the Stanley Cup Finals. And I saw people try to say, oh, the NHL fixed them. They're fucking bad. Oh, how dare they? And it was like, it's funny because when they had the expansion drift and they had all these other things, people looked at it and said, oh, man, they're going to be fucking terrible. Oh, this is going to be awful. Oh, yeah. Vegas is going to be so bad. And then they tried to scream, oh, it was an unfair advantage. Oh, Gary Bettman didn't want them to win. Oh, Gary did it so unfairly. He, d- he didn't want his Vegas project to fail. Oh, it was like, motherfucker, you just said that they were going to be the worst team in the league. <laughs> and now you're saying that, oh, it was fixed for them to go to the City Cup Finals. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, that was a hell of an accomplishment. That was a fun ride. Uh, I still would love to go out to Vegas to catch a, a, a game out there. That shit looks Fun as hell. Sorry for the beeping. My dishwasher just went off. Oh. Uh, uh, in case you were wondering what that was, <laughs> no, it's not a ticking time bomb. It's I, just, I'm just it, waiting
1: for a clear. T-
0: <laughs> go, go, go. Uh, so, uh, so you have Vegas out there. Um, Actually, let me check what the standings are in the West. Because again, I being uh, East Coast bias, I know everybody says, "Oh, the East Coast bias." Well, that's because East Coast is the best Coast. I don't care what well, it is.
1: Well, places. while you're looking that up, um, I you know, I know he's not with Vegas no more, and I know we haven't been on in two weeks. I just want to give a Vegas, shout uh, to, uh, yeah, Bal uh, Flower, him. and I know. Bennington. Uh, yeah. uh, did you Did you hear the the would up?
0: I saw. I watched it. I watched that whole thing, and I saw the I saw the clip that the NHL put out there with uh, him miked up.
1: Dude, that was awesome. <laughs> Like, if I was the ref, how could you not keep a straight face when he's like, come on, let's, let's get the, the crowd fired up. It will be a good fight. <laughs> it will be a good
0: fight. To, uh, get the crowd fired up, no? Yeah? <laughs> There's a little French accent. But Bennington, uh, he, he, he's, he's a the little wild. bitch. That's, uh, the wild, speaking of of, uh, of a flurry, yeah, his wild, uh, they're at the top of their division in the central uh, with 95 points. That's, if you're looking at the powerhouses, really the, the Eastern Conference is – where you have your powerhouse. The Bruins have 119 points. They oh, are they're 57, 12, and 5, 119 points. They are They are very clear. The only other two teams in the league that have 100 points uh, are the Hurricanes with 103 and the Devils with 100. Wow. Nobody else has 100 yet uh, outside of the Bruins, Hurricanes, and Devils. Um, so that's what you're looking at there. Uh and said you have the Wild Avalanche Stars in the Central right now, and that looks like those are going to be the three teams coming out of there. And then you have the Golden Knights, Kings, and Oilers in the Pacific Division. Uh, and then when you look at the wild card, you have the Kraken have 88 points. Uh, the Jets have 85. The Flames have 83 the Predators have 82, so those are the teams still fighting for a wild card spot there in the West. So Seattle's not in yet; they're fighting for. I think right now they're in a wild card spot. Okay. So they're fighting; they could get there, but uh, there's still a couple teams fighting for spots there. So there's a lot to still uh, to go in the season. Again, with the, there's only a couple games left uh, as we as we look at it here. Uh, I mean, what's the
1: once the playoffs start, I'll definitely be watching.
0: Well, hockey playoffs are, are the best. I mean, it that is the best time of year. That, yeah. They are the best playoffs. I don't think anybody argues that at this point. The NHL playoffs, the Stanley Cup playoffs, are so entertaining. They're so fun. It is the best time of year, whether your team's in it or not. It is just fantastic. And I will fight anybody who says otherwise because it just – I'm sorry. It is just – it's it's a different game, man. It is so good. I love it. Uh, so once I don't know. that I mean, starts, base, baseball
1: up, playoffs are pretty pretty Shut the fuck <laughs> up! <with
0: baseball. laughs> I mean, baseball starts tomorrow or today, depending on when you're fucking listening to this. It'll yeah. come out tomorrow. But uh, yeah, oh, oh, it's gonna be opening day of baseball. I can't wait. The bunting is gonna be out. It's gonna be so fun. <laughs> Yay, baseball. Uh, fuck off. I
1: just, I just can't uh, wait to see the. The umpire that threw the the Phillies catcher out. See how well he does this this season. You see that that uh, video from like two days ago?
0: I did not. I think I heard somebody talking about, it, but I oh didn't my see God. it.
1: Like, dude, you're supposed to, if you're gonna make a name for yourself, you're supposed to do it during the regular season. And all it was was uh, the Phillies were on the field. The Phillies pitcher didn't like the ball he had, so he asked for another one. The Phillies catcher put his glove back, not looking at the the umpire, like waiting for the ball to go on his glove. And as the umpire went to put the ball in his glove the catcher thought the ump threw it out so he moved his glove out of the way ball hit the ground and he threw him out of, out of the game <laughs> i was like dude you're so fucking
0: stupid wow that's something and people still like this fucking game like i don't understand yeah. <laughs> like listen i i tried watching baseball for like the middle part of my life like when i was a kid Did not watch baseball. Yeah. Did not watch it, could not get into it. And I had family and friends and, you know, other cousins and stuff that were, like, into it. Like, oh, the Mets are this and this or that, whatever. And I was like, I couldn't really get into it. Um, And then, what was it, around 95, 96, the Yankees started doing well. And I was like, oh, I'll fucking watch it. I'll get into it a little bit. And I did. And then I started doing, like, the whole thing where I'd watch, like, the first month of the season. Yeah. And I give the fuck up and then, I, you know, okay, the end of September and then October starts. All right, I'll fucking watch again. But uh like I I, I just can't I really can't get into it, especially on television. I don't know how yeah. the fuck people watch baseball on television. I really don't. Like going to a game, I get it. You sit there maybe, you talk a little bit with other people, just enjoy the nice outside air. Uh, You know, nice summer nights and days or whatever it is, you know, maybe you have a beverage or two. Me myself, I would probably take some kind of uh, medicinal herbage into (laughs) uh, the ballpark and have a little fun with that, you know, and just sit and relax, watch the game, watch a bunch of people just run around the fucking bases, having a grand old time with themselves. Fine, whatever. But watching that shit on fucking television. Get the fuck out of here! And, and, and I'm
1: I think sorry. I think that's where I'm at now too. Is like I I've tried the past couple seasons. I've tried to watch. Well, you're yeah, an Orioles too. Yeah, so that's
0: even that's worse.
1: But see, like I know we suck, and I go into it like, okay, let me let me watch it and see if I could find you know possibly the next Trey Mancini or like the next rookie that might be someone that we could build around and. I just can't watch it. I, I, and like you said, I'd rather go to the game, go up to Scranton Wilkesbury, sit there, have a couple beers, you know, enjoy the the, the, the atmosphere and watch the fireworks hey, afterwards.
0: Outside right there by Montage Mountain, it's a beautiful, pl- I mean, it's a beautiful park. It's, they redid it all and everything like that. It's really nice. Um, I don't know about the Rail Riders name when they did that, still, I'm still not a big fan of it, but yeah. it is what it is. Uh, but, uh, you you can't deny the fact that it's a nice ballpark, and it's some you know if you have the time you got a couple spare bucks you can go up there and you can have a really nice time you know and that's what it is but watching that shit on television like uh, I don't know like the only way listen if uh, if that, if that one girl that I used to know uh, would come out and hang out and watch baseball with us again oh maybe. okay yeah maybe Chris, remember yeah she was Kristen nice. Kristen I
1: think her name yeah, was yeah yeah,
0: Kristen, Kristen yeah was she, she was pretty nice. fun. She was a fun girl. She was uh she was a fun girl. Plus, uh, plus
1: she was an Orioles fan, so it made it a little bit easier yeah, for me to watch the Orioles.
0: Whole, she was into everything. She had the <laughs> Natty bow. She was all into it. She drank <laughs> yeah. Natty. Oh, and she was like, "Oh, that kind of shit, like she was full on Baltimore." I don't know why, but uh yeah, no. She was fun. She was fun to watch a game. That's sad. I'll watch baseball. If you got, you know, uh pretty girls who can drink beer, I'll watch a baseball game. But outside of that, like it's it's hard, it's really hard to get into. So it was Kristen, but that's a, that's a different story. Hey-o!
1: <laughs> so, MLB, me and King have an idea here. The, the, the ball girls, instead of having them wearing the baseball uniforms, maybe you have them like, like a cheerleader outfit. I bet you the ratings will go up.
0: Okay, now here's, here's the thing, Jimbo. I'm going to stop you right there because this is not my idea. I want to put this out there right now. <laughs> <is not> my <laughs> idea this is strictly Jimbo's idea because most of the ball girls. Or underage. Let's put an asterisk there that you have to be 18 or older. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and say, shut up. Stop putting your foot in your mouth and let's just move on.
1: I'm a little under the weather, so that's the excuse I'm going with.
0: No, 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 no. I'm not thinking straight. No. Well, I don't know what you're thinking, but whatever it is, stop.
1: Holy um, shit. <laughs> so there, there's some breaking news. Oh. What do we got? Uh, the Green Bay Packers have not traded Rodgers yet.
0: Oh, shut. You, you, you got me upset. <laughs> I was really excited. I mean, it Which
1: uh, all day I'm like, I'm going to pull this so I could kind of move it into the segment here. Um, obviously, Lamar Jackson wants to trade now, officially.
0: Which, so what? What? What an interesting couple days from that whole thing, if you look at it with Lamar Jackson. Yeah. The fact that he put the tweet out right as Harbaugh was meeting the press at the owners' meetings. Um, and that wasn't an accident, by the way. No. I know a lot of people said, oh, it might have been a coincidence. That wasn't a fucking coincidence. He put that as soon as he was out there Doing that, and that immediately made all the press ask a question. Oh, a tweet just came out saying that uh, he requested a trade all the way on March 2nd. What do you say? What do you think? And then Halbaugh, who had all these papers and had this, you know, idea where I was going to answer questions, all that kind of stuff, everything gets thrown out the window because now it's all about, well, Lamar actually requested a trade all the way back on March 2nd, and then you guys put the franchise tag on him March 5th, which obviously he still hasn't signed because yeah. clearly he's asking for a trade now. He, don't. he said, he, in that whole statement, he said goodbye to Baltimore, said oh, goodbye yeah. to the fans, my heart will always be with you in Baltimore, but it's time for me to move on and all this other kind of uh, 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 junk and nonsense and it's just like man oh man oh man shit's getting interesting, shit's so getting
1: interesting. the reason why I bring it up is you know we all thought Rodgers would have been traded by now to the Jets but here at Green Bay I mean other than the past day or two they they seem to be lightening up a little bit on their uh, requests um, do you think the Jets should entertain the idea of trading for Lamar Jackson
0: Um, he's younger I think internally they've probably had a passing discussion about it but like joe douglas said uh, at the owners meeting he said that that is not something that they're going to talk about or do that would be in his mind negotiating in bad faith with green bay and, and trying to do stuff like that and so the jets are taking a high road on that you know it's like listen we we're we've made our bed we know who we want and that's where we got the, and that and it also may be why they backed off because at the end of the day, when you look at it, if you're green Bay and you're asking for one for, for Aaron Rodgers plus other shit or whatever, and whether it's going to take one first round pick or two number ones and whatever it's going to take to get Lamar from Baltimore. Like if you're the Jets, you're like, listen, or if you're any team really in a, in a a negotiating position, you're going to be like, listen, you're going to want me to, to give you a one plus plus whatever and other conditional picks and blah, blah, blah for a 39-year-old quarterback, granted one that's won two out of the last three MVPs, but still a 39-year-old yeah. quarterback uh, with who knows how many years he's going to play, one year, two year, five years. Who the fuck knows? It's Aaron Rodgers. It depends on what fucking drug he's taking today. Uh, <laughs> or if I give up just a little bit more, I can get an absolutely dynamic athletic quarterback, who, well, maybe doesn't have the throwing accuracy or strength of Aaron Rodgers, has the ability to win games, change games, can fill up, gets asses in seats, let's face facts. I mean, Lamar Jackson sells fucking tickets. uh, And he'll sell merchandise. That's for fucking sure. Uh, For just that little bit extra, I'd be like, listen, you know, if you don't want to work something out, Then we can go and work so this is what I mean. Is like, as much as everybody tried to say, like, oh, the Jets don't have a parking position, it's like, no, you got that wrong. You got that backwards. The 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 Packers are the ones without any leverage here. Yeah. Because they have gone all in. Like everyone's like, oh, the Jets went all in. It's only Aaron Rodgers. Well, here's the thing. There are other options out there now, including Lamar Jackson. Yeah. That's an option now that is out there. The Packers have no other option. The Packers have to move on to Jordan Love, and they have to get rid of Aaron Rodgers and his money. They have to. Yeah. So now, that's why you're seeing today, I saw on Pat McAfee's show, uh, it's, it appears, uh, and I believe Mike Florio is the one who said this, it appears that the Packers are off of asking the Jets for their number 13 pick this year. Yeah, I saw that. So the Jets, are. it looks like they're backed off of them getting the first round pick for this year. So if that's the case, then, now you're starting to see there's a little bit more it feels like they're going to be getting a lot closer I have a feeling it's going to get done before the draft is it going to get done right before the draft is it going to get done at the draft I don't know but I have a feeling that by the time we get to the draft this deal should be done yeah at least you hope so because if it's not done by the draft it's not getting done until like fucking training camp Then, and
1: you know what by that you know if the Jets don't make a trade for either of these guys by the draft then they got to draft a quarterback. They they got to move on from either Rodgers or Lamar.
0: No, um, no, no, no. They are getting they're getting Aaron Rodgers. It's just see, I just have like they, a, if they st- don't get it, if they don't get him by the draft, then the Packers will drag it out until July.
1: And then I would I would say the the um the leverage goes to the Packers because they obviously are going with Jordan Love. And the draft's over, so the the Jets can't pick up anybody or, or draft a future. You know, I, I I think the Jets have to have this done.
0: No, but, but they could always sit there and just say, "Fuck it, we'll go with Zach
1: Wilson." But me personally, you know, if it was up to me, you know, I, I know how you said the Jets sound like they're they're um, negotiating in good faith. I mean, at the end of the day, you're you're a business. You you're not there to make friends. You know, and at some point you got to say.
0: No, 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 no. Nobody's saying you're making friends. But I, 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 again, like I said, I, I don't think it'll last beyond the draft. And if it does, I can see the Packers trying to drag it out. Because I think there's some kind of deadline in June where if it goes past June, like there's, there's some money that comes off of his cap that the Packers would be on or some shit like that. I don't know. So I'm sure that's part of the negotiations, too. It like, will the Jets pick up that amount of cash. Well, what was this and this, that, and the other or whatever? Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, that's going to get done. So whether it's now, whether it's July, whether it's before the draft, uh, it like, it's going to get done. I know all the Jet fans and everybody else is like, man, I wish it was just get fucking done. Again, that's up to the Packers. Yeah. And what they want to do. Uh, you know and will they be reasonable in trading their 39 year old quarterback when now that they've they've publicly come out and said uh we're moving on we're going with jordan love this is this is our future this is where we're going yeah um because now in that sense you can't go back Like, you tried to sit there and say, like, oh, well, they can always get Rodgers back and do like that. That's a massive amount of money on their cap that they're not going to want to have that they would have to try to fucking figure out. Uh, Now, you also would have to go back and either... Now, Aaron Rodgers is either going to sit on the bench or you're going to tell Jordan Love, who you just told, hey, listen, you got the keys to the kingdom. This is yours. Let's go. And then tell him, actually, no, sorry. Because here's the other thing, too. This This is his fourth year. Yeah. You have to know what he, what you have cuz again if they if they give him the you're not going to give the kid a fifth year option if you don't know what the fuck you got. Yeah, at exactly. some point you're going to have to play the So here you are so the Packers have to play Jordan Love. They have to. So they are fucked. Yeah. Like they, they can't have Aaron Rodgers back. They have to get rid of him. They have to trade him. I don't there is think Aaron Rod- no
1: other way. I don't even think if they did bring Aaron Rodgers back, I don't even think Rodgers would come back. I think he would say
0: screw if this. Short, yeah, no, that's the other thing too about it. But that's but when you take everything into the it doesn't take his cap hit off cap uh, cap hit off. Yeah, you know it doesn't change any of that. Um, so then not only that, not only did you not get anything for Aaron Rodgers, now you're still stuck with his cap hit and you still have now this cloud of the whole Aaron Rodgers debacle hanging over your club you can't go out and get anybody or sign anybody else because you have this cap hit from Aaron Rodgers on your team now Jordan Love's got to try to work with that with all this other distraction and everything else that's going like it's not in their interest to hold on to Aaron Rodgers or try to squeeze the jets like that's what i mean is like everybody tried to say like oh the packers are here they can really squeeze the jets they can't the packers are in a Desperate situation right now where they have to get rid of Aaron Rodgers now. Yeah. Uh and if they want to try to play fucking games, I mean they can try. But then that's the other thing, too, is now the Jets if the Packers try to do bad faith shit, if they try to like say, oh well, I don't know, we'll hold off. Maybe we'll see. We kind of want this. But now we're thinking maybe we want like if they try to pull some kind of like nonsense, the Jets can then in fact go. Well, you know, there is another option out there for us. Yeah. There's someone else we can go get. And uh, in that case, go fuck yourself.
1: So um, so in the end with the, the Lamar situation, how do you how do you think it's going to end? Do you think he's going to sign the one-year uh, franchise? He's tag not or?
0: playing in Balt. He's done in Baltimore. He's done.
1: So you think he's going to sit it out? The, he the whole is season? not
0: playing in Baltimore. So he's either getting traded or he's sitting out. But he he's, is not playing in Baltimore again. I think that that tweet was the severance. That was there's no coming back from that. There's no okay, we'll do all that. That is burnt the bridge. It's done. It's over. Yeah. Now the question is, does he get traded or or where does where does he go?
1: I'm curious to see where where and what we're looking
0: at. Well, that, that's the thing is, uh, New England's already said that the, he's out for them, even though that's a place that he said that he would love to go. Yeah. They said they're out, but here's the other thing too. No one, trust nothing anybody says. Yeah. Especially now. Like they asked Ron Rivera and the Redskins, uh, sorry, commanders. <laughs> uh,
1: you're what gonna, you're going to get us canceled.
0: Ah, fuck off. <laughs> but it should be the Red Wolves anyway. So let's be honest. Um, and hopefully they will be soon. Fingers crossed. Um, but they asked Ron Rivera at the at the owners' meetings about it. And he's like, nah, that's not something we've ever discussed. That's not something we're really looking into. We're moving forward with Sam Howell. They asked uh, uh, Arthur Blank from the Falcons. Yeah, and he's not, like, No, we're gonna go is. with our guy. and I forget who the, their fucking guy is. Because he's, a, he's, he's I don't know who the fuck he is. Nobody <laughs> knows who the fucking, who's the Atlanta's quarterback right now?
1: All I can say is he's a, a rookie from last year, late round. <laughs> that's all I remember.
0: And they're going to sit there and say, that's how we're going to go into the season. Yeah. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. You're going to sit there and say you're not going to go after Lamar Jackson. Of course, everybody's going to take a look and see what it'll take what it'll mean nobody's gonna go and bare their ass right now and kind of give Baltimore the advantage they're gonna sit there and say no we're not really interested no we're not really interested and kind of maybe drive the market down a little bit maybe you know see if they can get Baltimore to take a little, little bit less and that's sort of the other thing too is that nobody wants to really um you know like I said bear their ass nobody wants to be the first one yeah. to kind of put their offer for but here's the other thing too since Lamar didn't hasn't signed the franchise tender like there's none of that you know well if a team offers it and then Baltimore can match it and then he has to play with Baltimore that's 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 a non-starter right now because he hasn't signed the franchise tag
1: so could a team doesn't matter could a team contact him and be like hey we'll sign you to this contract but you gotta sign the, the 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 franchise tag or is that illegal
0: no, I think what would end up, it would have to be basically, a it would be just a, a trade, and then what they would have to do is they would have to negotiate with the Ravens and with Lamar. Okay. They would have to negotiate with the Ravens what they would be willing to give the Ravens for Lamar in a trade. So what the trade would be. At the same time, talk with Lamar and work out a contract detail that would work th- with him and what he's looking for and all that kind of shit. Yeah. So he's looking for probably at least two hundred million guaranteed. He said he's not looking for fully guaranteed, uh, even though that was the the scuttlebutt around. It it doesn't appear like it's going to be fully guaranteed, but he's looking for north of two hundred million dollars at least guaranteed in the contract. Yeah. So you have that information there. So you're going to have to work it out where you have basically have you have a contract ready for Lamar and you have a trade ready for Baltimore. You go ahead. You do the trade. Baltimore trades Lamar to you. You sign Lamar to that deal that you negotiated with him, and then he plays for your team. I think that's what you're looking at here. Okay. So now, as that goes forward, who has the capital to do that? Who has the space to do that? Who has the draft picks, probably, to do that? Uh, you know, and and then you start working it out. You know, uh, who would be available? Who would kind of work if- out? I wonder if Denver could in do, that
1: do Russell Wilson for Lamar straight up. Cause Lamar's gonna probably get a contract like that that Russell has, so it's not like they're Yeah, but cap if Baltimore's walking
0: at, at and not only that, they have a they, they have basically a Lamar light already uh that they're probably going to play yeah. in his stead for a hell of a lot less money than a Russell Wilson. Yeah, Denver is not getting rid of Russell Wilson because they've already invested too much in him and whatever the cap hit would be. So that's that's a non-starter.
1: Yeah, uh, and you know, I, I was just thinking, I had Denver misunderstood with Seattle with, with draft picks. I was thinking Denver was the one that got all the draft picks, but they're the ones that, Dude, Seattle it. Guys, I it.
0: <laughs> yeah. And they just signed Geno. Yeah, so to a pretty decent contract. So um, Which, again, I mean, I think
1: good it's for good. him, but. He only had one good year in his whole career, and talk about perfect timing.
0: But hey, listen, good for him. And it's kind of I I, I look at that as almost like a reward for the rest of, of the of of his years, where you know things didn't work out. He had a lot of bad luck. Yeah. Look at Buffalo. He got them to their first you know playoff berth in twenty plus years, and then they cut him immediately <laughs> to pick up Josh Allen, and then he goes to. Uh the Chargers where he's getting ready to start the season and a doctor punches his lung with a goddamn sewing needle. (laughs) Whatever the fuck it was. And so they have to you know, start Josh Herbert, and then obviously we know what happens with Herbert. He's a instant stud, so then Tyrod's done there. Like you know, he he played in Cleveland, did well there, but then they drafted Baker and that's when he I think he left there to go to Buffalo. Like Yeah. You know he was with the Giants for a while and then they tried to start him and they start that's how they ended Eli streak was by starting Tyra Taylor and he was awful there he was awful with the Jets it was all like the, the guy never you know really seemed to hang on anywhere but then yeah last year he, he had a great fucking year it and just, just clicked uh, shocked everybody but that just goes to show you too that I think sometimes people give up on players too quickly and also like a, a player in the wrong spot isn't gonna work yeah but if you put a player in the right spot in the right environment to work, they can work. And obviously, you saw that with Gino Smith last year. Uh, you know, to the point where, again, they were competitive with the 49ers up until like the last half of the fourth quarter. Yeah. Oh, like they were in that game, they were leading that game at halftime, I believe. That was a hell so, of a game. That was a good game. That's yeah. what I mean. So when you look at it, you know, that's not bad. But when you look at Lamar, like what, what, where could he land? In your mind, where, where is Lamar possibly going to land?
1: See, that's what's what's tough. I mean, yeah, you know, you would think Washington, but you know, I saw someone, I think it was just a regular fan, post it. it maybe the reason why Washington's so nervous about trading for him is they traded for Carson Wentz failed, they traded for another failed quarterback like they, they, every time they trade for a, a big name quarterback it just does not work out so
0: but here's, here's the thing the odds on favorite if you look at FanDuel and some of the other uh, sports books out there the top place the top odds for where Lamar Jackson will land and it's funny because it kind of goes to what you're talking about now with Washington uh, but with a team that's done more stuff like this than Washington. Washington only did this for Carson Wentz. Yeah. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts. I, I, you know, I saw something I'd about that. A landing spot right now for Lamar Jackson. I wonder how that would look.
1: You know, like, if he did go, you know, obviously got a very good running game there. Um,
0: got a good running game. They have a good offensive line. Yeah. Um,
1: Maybe need a couple of receivers
0: uh you can you can look at the draft maybe and you can see what you have there but then again here's the thing is lamar's not a great thrower
1: no but you just need so, a couple of receivers that are like short to to mid um route type guys you don't need deep burner guys or you you, you assign a Quez watkins to be your burner guy right. that, you know don't if, waste but money if you,
0: all you if you can get a receiver that can just go down the field if you get a couple of receivers that can do a couple ins, do a couple outs, do a couple hooks, Yeah, simple shit, that's fine because that's really all Lamar's going to be able to do anyway. He's not a deep ball thrower. He's not. He's never been. He's not all that accurate. I know people try to to always play the thing like, oh, everybody just says he's just a running back. He's just a running back. I think he's a quarterback. I mean, is he a quarterback And that? Does he sometimes throw the ball? Sure, but he's not the most accurate and he's not the best thrower. Yeah. Uh, but is he dynamic? Absolutely. Can he... Keep plays alive. Can he make first downs with his legs? Can he do things like that? Yes. I still worry about his big game ability, where he seems to kind of shrink. He doesn't play well. Um, he's. I think he's won what one playoff game I think in his entire career. Um, I agree. But a couple. had a couple, he's had a couple of, really bad, stinky playoff games. But think I mean, about he, was, he, didn't, he
1: didn't, didn't have anybody here. around him though. Really, he, he never had like good wide receivers around him.
0: Oh, but what, what does that matter when you have like because he played amazingly well during a regular season and then he played like shit in the playoffs. Like that's not a case yeah. of well he didn't have anybody around him. He took those same people and played amazing with them and then when the lights shone brightest he fucking fell on his face. Yeah. That's a problem. That's 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 the, that's a Kirk Cousins syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you got 1 p.m. Kirk Cousins and you have prime time Kirk Cousins. There's two different ones. You have regular season Lamar and you have playoff Lamar. That's something to worry about. You know, there's That's also the, the, the fact that what Arthur Blank brought up, which was about uh, his, his durability, being able to play that way for an extended amount of time, you know, uh, having a, an athletic, a, a running quarterback that plays that kind of style, they don't last that long. Yeah. And that's an understandable concern as well. So you kind of have to look at all that together. Like, how long is he going to last? How much is the investment going to be? Is your team built for him? Because that's the other thing, too. Baltimore built their team around him. Yeah. That team was built for Lamar, which is why uh, I, I think them going with Huntley is a good idea because Huntley is basically Lamar Jr. So they're like you know, he can still work with the players they have there, with the schemes, with the offensive coordinator, with everything they have. Like it's basically a plug and play. We'll see how they do. Um, and and I don't think there'll be too much of a drop off, as it were. Like if you tried to put you know fucking Gardner Minshew back there or something. Hey, Mr- of Mania of Minshew Mania is awesome. Right but you know, again, if you look at the Indianapolis Colts. Would you start the season with Minshew or would you start the season with Lamar? And if you do look at Indianapolis, their roster does seem to fit a lot of Lamar's kind of players. And they just got what's his face from the Eagles uh, as their offensive coordinator. Oh, I believe. as Oh, no. As head coach? No. as uh, Is it their head coach or is it offensive coordinator?
1: No, our offensive coordinator went to Arizona.
0: Your offensive coordinator went there, but so is like maybe a quarterback coach so or somebody's now there. Like a, that, yeah, but somebody there who worked with Jalen Hurts, who had the Jalen Hurts system, who had okay. all that. Condition. Um, in fact, no, I yeah, uh, you yeah, oh
1: wait, no, no, who, I'm, I'm I'm sorry, I'm wrong. De- our defensive coordinator went to Arizona, right? So, yeah, OC went to Indy. That's right.
0: Right. Yeah. So that, that's what I I thought so. So yeah. that's that's what I'm talking about. Like I said, so you already have somebody there who's worked with Jalen Hurts has that kind of running quarterback quarterback scheme for a quarterback that can, you know, use his legs, open up the plays, keep plays going, have things like that, work to his strengths, work to his advantages. Yeah. So you have that. So if I had, you know, again, this is, and and the sports books are the sports books for a reason. If there's somebody there that's a favorite, if there's somebody there that's odds on, there's usually a reason why they're getting the information from somewhere yeah Um, and that's what i mean so if i had to put money on it i would probably say indianapolis is going to be your best bet but if i'm indianapolis as well if i'm jim mercy i'm a little gun shy because you know you had philip rivers that didn't quite work out well then you had (laughs) that ryan that didn't quite work you had carson wentz that didn't work out well so You've had three straight quarterbacks that you brought in, and we're like, "Hey, let's—you know—these th- are our guys. These are veteran guys. We don't have to pick one. We don't have to win anything like that." And it turned out to be shit. Yeah. Will the same thing happen with Lamar? We don't know. And are you willing to pull that trigger again? You know, that's
1: well, as long as Ersay puts the the booze down, he might be able to think a little bit clearly, more clearly than the past three quarterbacks.
0: But that's not, again, he's not the one making those decisions. That's he, has to, he has to sign off on it, though. Well, he does have to sign off yeah, on it. But, certainly. you know, if, if Ballard tells him, this is what we're going to do, Jim's like, all right, that sounds good. Hold on, I got to go play my guitar. <laughs> I'm playing a band. I got, a guitar. I got John Lennon's guitar from 1968. <laughs> Ursay's a fucking character, man. Oh. I, I, I do I, like I know him. he's drugged up and boozed up all yeah. the time. And he sounds like, but I mean. That's a motherfucker I would have an absolute beer with and just, just love to just hear him ramble on about fucking aliens and Mars and all the other fucking weird shit he talks about. Well, like you, that you've, done that, up
1: you've done that for 11, 12 years now with me. Me just rambling and drinking and saying stupid shit.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't take this the wrong way, but you're not quite as interesting. <laughs> and you also don't have like you know uh, billions of dollars. I was gonna say so,
1: billions of dollars.
0: I was gonna say that's kind of that's kind of cool. Like if you want to go get a beer, he'll take you out for a beer on his private fucking jet down to like fuck it, you know? Hey, you want to go get a beer in San Diego? Let's go! Yeah. <laughs> oh, on while the play around, I'll play you my guitar. <laughs> All right, Jim, fucking Christ.
1: So one last thing before we go. Did you see uh, XFL is officially coming back for season two?
0: I did not see that, but I'm very happy to hear that. Yeah. That's good. A uh, uh, got... co- couple of days
1: ago, um, The Rock and the ex-wife slash owner was on USA Today yeah. order. And they both okay. said, yeah, they're, they're they're in there for the long run. They're, they understand that the ratings aren't there. They're going to go back, look, see, like, basically what me and you talked about, maybe possibly see what some cities might not make it for next year and move it somewhere else. But they also have some other plans, like a a little bit better scouting combines and drafts and stuff like that. So listening to them, it actually made me interested to see where this goes.
0: Well, we'll see. Again, uh, the USFL made it to a year two, and they worked on a bubble system, and now they're doing two bubbles. They're doing Canton and Detroit. Um. Or th- I'm sorry. Th- I think it's oh, four bubbles. I'm sorry to do. Yeah. Canton, Detroit, Memphis, and Birmingham. Those are their four uh, uh fields. So maybe by year three, maybe we'll have home cities. I don't know. Um. So interested to see what happens with the USFL, the XFL. Um. I'm um, <sighs> There were a couple concerns with it. Um. The number one for me was the the uniforms, you know, from a logo guy perspective, from a graphic designer perspective, the uniforms look cheaper now. Yeah. And some of the designs and stuff don't look as good as did with the XFL 2.0. Yeah. That they did in 2020. Uh, like I look at the, the Arlington Renegades and I look at their uniforms compared to what the Dallas Renegades were in 2020. And it's, it's just, it's not there. It's not there, you know. Same with the Battlehawks. I like the Battle Hawks helmet and look better from twenty twenty than there. Seattle, I actually like their look now more than I did then. Yeah. Uh, but overall, the uniforms almost look very generic. They, they look almost like they, they were like on a template. Uh, well, I mean, you know,
1: and again, you know, you got to start somewhere, and so maybe that's why they're starting like low budget and and hopefully. But I feel
0: bad because because the XFL. I mean, you already had that base. There was no reason to redesign any of the logos. There was no reason to redesign a majority of the uniforms. Yeah. But they went and did so anyway. And then they did a real cheap job with it, which is like compounds on top of how bad that looked. So I think there's a bit of an image problem from there. Is like if your product looks cheap, people are going to think it is cheap. Yeah. And then they're not going to give it as much credence or attention so I, I i think there's a little bit to be said about that um
1: the only other thing i and would say also
0: on the on just on the plain watchability part of it though sorry to interrupt you but just oh, on, to okay. finish this thought on the plain just watchability of it some of the some of the play just hasn't been that entertaining or good anyway there, I so, mean, there, you know, been whereas spots. with 2.0, there were some good games that happened and there was real stuff good, like, really, really good, compelling games, some 30 to 25 games, and like, some real high-scoring games, very entertaining games. Uh, what you've seen so far this with this is a lot of 9 to 6, 9 to 3, 12 to 10s. Like, it's not it's not going to grab a lot of people's attention. That's going to be like, why well, am I going to sit there and be bored on a Saturday afternoon, uh, you know, while yeah. watching this? So, um, you know I what? think they have work to do on it. But I think that's a good idea. You know, it's good that they're doing. It, they're getting a second season. Yeah, you get a second season. You can try to work out some of the kinks. You can maybe go back to maybe the stuff, some of the stuff that Vince was doing, and work on that. And you know, try to work on the league's image. Try to work on the gameplay, like you said. Maybe do a little bit better. With the scouting, maybe do a little bit better, getting some uh, better players in there, uh, things like that. But uh, I, I think that and the only way that can be addressed is if you have a second season. Yeah. So it's good. Like out, outside of like having the AA, AAFU or whatever the fuck that was, uh, and uh, the the Association of American Football, and the uh, the other one that was I, I forget which one that was where they only lasted a year and the one lasted like half a year.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, you know, uh, AFL you know, or whatever it was. Well that that was the AAF. was
1: that the one and okay. Then
0: there was like another one that was like the spring was it oh, just straight okay. up Yeah,
1: they, they in, played out in
0: Vegas. Um no, no no, they played everywhere. Did they? They had okay. Yeah, they had a couple places. Uh and uh, they only lasted half a year and then players started complaining because they weren't getting paid. <laughs> and uh, like, the, they ran out of funds and shit like that. Like, neither it, it was a shame. Because that's the other thing. The AAF, I know the guy who made the logos and everything for, for them and the teams and the league. Like, again, the identities were great. The uniforms were great. The league logo was great. That AAF logo with the, the A that was with the stars and stripes and, like, a, like that shit yeah. was great. Uh, but it's not great if you don't have the money behind it. Yeah. So that's why i like the fact that you have the usfl and the xfl they have fox behind them they have abc disney behind them they have money behind them to work things out yeah so that's i mean i'm i'm, I'm happy to see uh that again having the money there and uh just seeing where they go from there i'm excited to see what usfl goes again i'm 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 I'm, I'm hoping the USFL does better this year, having at least a couple different locations, yeah. some of them in home markets there, like Birmingham is going to have their Birmingham, that's fine. Memphis, they're going to have the Memphis showboats there, yeah. so that's pretty nice. You have uh, the Michigan Panthers there in Detroit, so that's going to be nice. We'll try to build some excitement in some of these markets. Try to build up better play. And from what it seems like, again, having the money from the networks, and if the ratings are good enough and if the betting is good enough, because that's the other thing too, the USFL was kind of made almost to be kind of like a, a, to generate bets and generate bettings from, from the sports books from like Fox's sports book oh, okay. and uh, some of these other ones like there. So if they still produce a lot of that revenue and get stuff like that, they're still going to have money behind them and we'll get a season three. And maybe then, like I said, you'll get more home markets. So yeah. Um, I'm excited to see where this goes. I'm hoping that the XFL gets better. Uh, I'm hoping the USFL does better this year than last year. It started to really pick up at the end of last year with the USFL, and their playoffs and their championship game was pretty good. I'm hoping that they kind of start off this year and and have a little bit more momentum and do and do better. Yeah. Uh, and we'll see. We'll see how these leagues grow. I'm hoping that happens. So we'll see. But uh, at least we're getting a year or two of the XFL.
1: Yeah. It, it it'll definitely be nice, um, but my mom won't my mom my mom won't like it though. It was like the second or third week of the uh, XFL, and she's like, um, "Why is football on?" Because <laughs> she hates football. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh yeah, we got football all oh. year round. We got XFL, and then we got in April we got USFL, and that leads right into uh, NFL.
0: <laughs> it gets right into training camp there right by the time the USFL ends, and then. That's what I'm hoping is for at some point, whether it's a year, two years, three years down the road that we get like a USFL, XFL championship, like a Super Bowl for them. Yeah. Like a Spring League Super Bowl. Yeah. Right there and like in July, right as training camp starts. So it really is like you have that, that football championship then leads into training camp for the NFL. and Then you go to the NFL season and then that's it. You, you basically have... Year-round football. It goes from the end of you have the NFL season, goes to the Super Bowl. and The Super Bowl ends the next week. You have the XFL starts up, and then the USFL starts up a little bit after that, and then you have like their joint championship game, and like at the middle of July, late July, where the NFL starts their training camp. Boom, yeah, boom, Right into that, and then it's just it's cyclical, baby. Cyclical. <laughs> Some of the players who played in the USFL or XFL go right into an NFL training camp. And then you see some of those players, like, that's that's the end goal, I think, for these leagues also, is to get some of these players up to the NFL, yeah. you know. So I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see where a lot of this goes. Um, I'm excited for the NHL playoffs to start soon. Hopefully the Devils can get out of this fucking slump they're in. Uh, I'm not excited for baseball, but if you are, uh, I'm, I'm glad you are. I just know you're boring and you probably have a very, very <laughs> vanilla sex life. I'm sorry for that. You know, it is what it is. Uh, you know, thoughts and prayers with you. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it's, you know, we have the final four coming up. Creighton got robbed. I just want to put that out there. There's a bullshit <laughs> alcohol with one second left. That ref can suck the fattest part of my dick. Creighton should have been in the final four. Um, so you take all that into account. Listen, just because the NFL's over doesn't mean the sports world's over. Still a lot of shit going on, and still excited to cover it here with you on State Tune Sports.
1: So that is going to be it for us. Um, yeah, just tune in That's next it. Thursday.
0: <laughs> I mean, you you, pretty much, got? Well, oh, you so pretty much covered don't us. not forget. Don't forget to check out the socials. Check out our socials. We've got Twitter. We are uh, at ST Sports Podcast. Uh, Same uh, on Instagram is at ST Sports Podcast. Or is it just at ST Sports on Instagram? I forget. Either way, you type it in, it'll pop up. If you just do at ST Sports, it'll pop up both on Twitter and on Instagram. You'll see us there. Uh, Interact with us. Have fun with us. Uh, You can also catch up on on Jimbo's uh, iRacing League. He does a lot of that there. Yeah. You'll see a lot of updates on that as well. Oh. Uh, so yeah, check us out on the socials and do all that kind of fun stuff. Do, you, we don't have any sponsors right now, do we? I mean, we, can, we still got Dubby.
1: You know, Dubby. Uh, head over to is Dubby's Dubby. still with us. Oh yeah. Head over to W. Oh, we haven't G-G. talked about Dubby in a while. Well, we haven't had any games, but I, I'm, I'm definitely. I think we definitely should do something with Dubby for the NHL playoffs. Maybe
0: like I was going to say, Dubby
1: you know, game of the week is, or something. Uh,
0: Still delicious, still wonderful, and I still believe you get ten percent off if you go to w.gg put in sd sports eighteen in the promo code area, you get yourself ten percent off of uh, any of your purchases there. So go ahead and do that because that shit is delicious.
1: Yes, it is, and it it's better than coffee. Well, at least for me, I know. I know, King, you're you're a coffee. Just, guy.
0: Well, that's the thing is that I'm sitting here right now and I'm having a cup of coffee because I'm out of dubby. So I, I right agree. after this, I'm going to be. I'm going to go right on and sign on to W.GG. <laughs> I'm going to use that ST Sports 18 code because I don't think there's a rule against me using it. Is there? Can we no. use it?
1: No, you you can use it. We, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that perks, baby. Uh, so you should go ahead and do the same. Uh, ST Sports 18 at checkout over at W.GG.
1: So till next time, this is your good friend Jimbo.
0: And this is your well-caffeinated partner, King. We're out.